baby, you know what that sound means. It's time for The Edge with Terry Waldrop. Terry talks about all the hottest topics in sports every single weekday from 9 to 10 a.m. He's controversial, he's charismatic, and he's the captain of this ship for the next hour. Here's your host, Terry Waldrop. All right, all right, all right. Welcome in. Sports Talk 97.7 The Edge. It's the Thursday edition, December 14, 2017, folks. Thank you for spending a little part of your morning with us. Terry Waldrop, Jamie Fox, John Tabor running the show of death board over at the Mothership. We're brought to you, as always, by Dr. David Weber, North Monroe Animal Hospital, <laughs> simply the best pet care you're going to get. Go see him on US 165 North in Monroe, 318-345-4545. Dr. David Weber, you're welcome to chime in on the text line, 888 the Washita Valley Federal Credit Union text line and hotline uh, Jamie, you know who can't wait for Christmas and exactly the new year more than anybody else right now? Who's that? The University of Georgia football team. <laughs> They've had some issues, haven't they? Uh, Georgia has had their third guy arrested uh, since they were announced for the college football playoff. Right. And uh, it's been forgery. It's been burn a few this day or whatever. Go ahead. I mean, it's to the point now where – it's looked upon as, and I'm not big, but it's looked upon almost as, as recreational. And as you said, I mean, the Oregon folks said that the players said they do that instead of alcohol because there's no hangover effects. I don't know. I mean, my only experience has been with the brownie that somebody slipped to me and messed me up pretty bad. But I'm saying that <laughs> Jimmy Foxy Stone, dear God, you can sell tickets. You know, and, here's my, and this is just me. Give me a fifth of Jack Daniels any day. Over over weed, because that stuff slowed down. How do we get, how do we get to this point? No, because what's your what's your favorite illegal substance? Well, because it's Christmas and we need to be discussing this. All right, um, we to me it slowed down my motor skills so bad. Now I can understand if you just want to chill out. Now I wish I could give my mother marijuana right now. I, I really do. My mother's ninety years old. We're having some issues with her. God love her. She's a little bit. She does, my mother doesn't play well with others. This is Sean's grandmother. Yeah, throw okay. on the Cheech and Chong movie. Yes. Fire, fire yeah. up a plunge and it where, all's well. Where at your point in time can you just slip my mom a little bit of good ganja? And can we have some peace in the valley? Because I'm constantly running up, trying to keep her from, you know, my, my poor people, her poor nurses that are taking care of her from killing her. And I do understand after hearing what happens, why they feel that way. So... I'm just at a point now where we've tried every, you know, we're trying some stuff. What's the harm? What's the harm with a little hooch? Now, my mother doesn't really, you know, she used to be, I think she'd probably do it because she used to smoke. She's quit for 45, 50 years, but why not at this point? Why not? I mean, if it will do the trick. Yeah. Okay, so anyway, that's probably no excuse for the Georgia players doing it. But anyway, that's you, just how I feel. You know Kirby Smart's not wanting to answer his phone. Yeah, yeah. I mean that's that, that's the big thing with Kirby Smart. Uh, you know the things going on now. It's the silly season prior to the bowl game starting, and everybody is on edge. And then after that, uh, as you well know, there's there's issues as well. My boy Rick Grimes, who knows? I'm <laughs> Tim, our police officer friend, that he's gonna have to read Puffy his rights. So uh, 
Yeah, <laughs> Jamie, they're suggesting also that you listen to Snoop Dogg. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, yeah, crazy stuff going on. At any rate, Harold, I do want to get this. Uh, Charles Barkley yesterday goes off on our favorite sports parent, perhaps a sports parent from hell. I think that would be a good uh, name for our friend LeVar Ball, who took his kid out of UCLA about two weeks ago. And then his youngest son uh, pulled out of high school after he got the high school coach fired and was going to homeschool both of those guys. They've signed in uh, Lithuania. By the way, uh, the Lithuanian basketball organization, I have it on good word, is uh, is not run by the Mormon Tabernacle Choir nor the Boy Scouts. No. Uh, there are some uh, Russian, let's just say, businessmen that have nefarious ties, perhaps, uh, to the Russian mafia that have a keen interest in Lithuanian basketball. Yes. And so the boys apparently are going to go there, although I think there is like a maybe a 30- or 60-day period which either side could pull out. If the balls ever go to Lithuania, I will be amazed and, and absolutely stunned. I don't think that's going to happen uh, because simply it's just not. Why would you send your 16-year-old kid to a country that could be run over by the communists at any moment. Big baller brand, baby. Russian. Big baller brand. Charles Barkley went off on this guy. Charles Barkley said yesterday, LeVar Ball is what is wrong with sports. Furthermore, I just don't like him. He's what's wrong with sports. He's using his kids for his self-promotion. Right. Charles Barkley said he was a garbage player, which he was. Uh, and, and everybody pretty much is a garbage player compared to Charles Barkley. So let's get that out there. Uh, he goes, he's just using his kids. And at some point, that they're going to figure that out. Now, Lonzo has played better on this road trip. But apparently, the Lakers had to pull him in. And Magic Johnson had to talk to LeVar. And like, dude, just you need to chill out with all the criticism of the Lakers and Luke Walton and everybody else. But, Eric, Jamie, you just stepped out. I want to read you a couple. Our friend Tim, the police officer in Calhoun, yes. uh, suggested he may have to read you your rights. <laughs> right, right now, Tim is going through your car, Jamie. I don't blame Tim, and I've met Tim. And, Tim, I, uh, yeah, we need to sit down because, I mean, he deals with it more than, than I do. And I'm, I, uh, true confessions here, I'm, a, I'm addicted to, to cops. I, that, and, and this, is, this is probably speaks more to my dementia than dementia, just whatever. Uh, I have uh, I like cops and uh, flipping houses. I don't understand how that works. In Not the flipping cops. No, I don't okay. understand how that fits in the equation. I don't like animals. I certainly don't like zombies. Well, uh, well Rick Grimes chimes in. Oh, what did Rick have? Rick, Rick said, Rick's my boy. They like yeah. Walking Dead. He knows I'm a big Walking Dead fan. He, he, he suggested you may listen to Snoop Dogg. Yeah, so Jamie's on the chronic here. Yeah. Uh, Tim said, they, they may smoke weed in Lithuania. Yeah, they might. Uh, uh, on the other side of that, the flip side of that, Jason and Menden, yeah. puppy for Prez, a day for the athletes to smoke, priceless, I'd vote for you. Well, I mean, it's really it's getting to the point where, you know, hey, uh, I don't know. It, it, it does kind of speak to the depravity of where we are. But uh, if, you know, if, if I'm a Laker fan... I'm blazed. I'm, I'm Googling how to do crystal meth. Well, I got no idea. If you think about it, the head coach, that gives the head coach a little bit of leverage now. Because, look, hey, we gave you this half a day to to talk, and you, after hour, you after the game, you went and did it anyway, so now we got to, you know, got to suspend you. Yeah, so. Do you remember Robert Parrish? Sure. What was, his, what was his nickname? Chief. Does he look Indian to you? Uh, not in the least. 
Not at least. No. It's the peace pipe. Okay? I'm not making a judgment. I'm just saying, he doesn't look Indian to me. No, he doesn't. But I don't know. Jim and I are going to sit back and go to Pie Works and have a couple of uh, brownies afterwards. I don't know. But uh, it's it's weird how after you can read this almost every day, and no matter what happens, it's still it, – these, these kids, no matter – you can bring in all the – you can – all the people in the world and tell them, don't do this, don't do this, don't do this, don't do this. And they – it's just the way it's viewed. And, it and and probably alcohol is too to some extent. But, you know, it is a – as someone who, who uh, had a uh, rather rough health encounter, um, I can tell you, you don't want to abuse your body. And I've done – I've tried to find ways to abuse it in, in ways that are legal, but uh, your liver hasn't revolted you. No, uh, and other, but I don't. I don't necessarily endorse that either. Um, you just got to take care, particularly if you're a high level athlete and you've got a, a you know ability to play in the pro and make literally millions of dollars. We, we were talking about that. I was talking about that yeah. with somebody yesterday. We were comparing Michael Jordan and Kobe Bryant. Mm-hmm. Of course, Michael's older, but Michael Jordan grew up in the South, Southern diet, a lot of fried food. Right. Michael was known to like his alcohol, the cigars, the late nights, the gambling, uh, the smoke, again, the smoking, the all the things that uh, do not help your body over a long period of time. The reason I say that, because I'm in with the fried foods. I don't really hit the alcohol or the other stuff. Right. But, you know, I, I get the Southern diet and things like that. Compare and contrast that with Kobe Bryant. Kobe Bryant grew up in Italy where his dad was a player. Mediterranean diet. Fish, nuts berries, uh, just all the tofu. A lot of olive oil. (laughs) Very, very healthy stuff. Kobe Bryant, no alcohol. No late nights. No tobacco. uh, Religious workout ethic. And Kobe Bryant played about eight years longer than Michael Jordan did. I didn't realize he worked. Yeah, but Kobe Bryant, his workouts were legendary. Really? Uh, He's at five in the morning, and they're killing the weights, you know, three hours before practice. And that speaks a lot to the to the work ethic of Kobe Bryant. I think you see that now, whereas back in the day, I'm not sure that you saw. And I don't think people realized that even back in the 60s, when you would get hurt, people would put heat packs on your knees, which is the very opposite thing you want to do, like for, for swelling. And, you know, I think you see a lot of the older football players now with the CTE issues. Who was it uh, came out the other day and said he thought he had CTE? Was it Larry Johnson? I don't know. It came out with that. I, I want to believe it was. I, I saw that, and I was going to. I was going to make a statement on that. I know we lost uh, Tommy Novus the other day, linebacker. He used to play at, uh, at. I think he played collegiately at Texas and uh, in the NFL with the Falcons. I don't know how old Tommy was, but I don't think he was that old. Um, and I don't know if it was you know football related or whatever. But to your point about taking care of your body, um, yeah, I think Kobe Bryant is a. And believe me, if you if you can survive on, I, I mean, I'm sorry, I'm just not going to eat tofu. I'm just not going to do it. Have you ever uh, had tofu? Yes, I you, haven't. You have to. It, it's okay. Try to imagine this this table here. Okay, try to imagine. I mean, you mean it's like Yule Gibbons. You remember Yule Gibbons, the health nut guy? Yes, yeah, he, 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 he like every apart bench weeds and like yeah, yeah. Every, I'm Yule Gibbons. Every apart bench, many parts are edible. I mean, you know, hey, it's just that was Yule. Uh, but I'd rather, I'm sorry, there, there's just a point where something has to taste good for me to consume it. I don't care. I mean, what did it, uh, uh, what did Ross Perot say? If I can't smell it, eat it, touch it, or pass it through my lower intestine, it doesn't exist. So that's kind of how, uh, so Ross doesn't believe it air. I, I don't know about Ross Perot, but, uh, 
you got to live. And uh, Larry, Larry Johnson was the guy, uh, the former running back, and he said he believes he's leaving with CTE, self-destructive impulses, uh, violent mood swings. And, you know, and I wonder this, and, and, you know, I'll just throw that out there for everybody to ponder as we get ready to hit this break. Um, you know, perhaps CTE is different for different people. You know, some yeah. people are, are very um, – they have the inclination to be an alcoholic or a drug abuser or, or they, they're susceptible to certain diseases other people are not. Maybe CTE is sort of the same way. You just you never know when that thing is going to trigger. In you. I, and, and I'm just throwing that out there. There's no medical opinion on that. But you see a lot of people that play for a long time with no issues, and you see a lot of people that, you know, they play very little and they get it. And I'll use my dad as an example. My dad smoked five packs of cigarettes today, camels unfiltered. Boy, he and five, Jamie. He and Bear Bryant would have a good time together. Five packs a day. Never had lung cancer. Wow. He passed away in his late seventies. Uh, had another form of cancer. Had nothing to do with his smoke. Of course, it didn't help that. But if anybody is a candidate for, it would have been him. And so you just wonder: Are you predisposed to get certain things or be more susceptible? I don't know. Questions to ponder. You're listening to Sports Talk 97.7. Terry Walter, Jamie Fox, La Edge back. Well, Memento, this segment brought to you by our friends at GB Cooley, reminding you to support an incredibly worthwhile cause, the Louisiana Special Olympics. Back in a minute. Did you know that leg pain in your leg could be a symptom of peripheral vascular disease or PAD? Don't ignore your leg pain any longer. Get to the heart of the matter and call a heart, lung, and vascular clinic location today to schedule an appointment. 329-1900. Dr. Blaine M. Borders has clinics in West Monroe, Monroe, and Winsboro with outpatient vascular procedures for your care and convenience. Are you feeling more tired than normal, shortness of breath, or leg pain? Remember the heart, lung, and vascular clinic and Dr. Blaine M. Borders. Call 329-1900. Our model year in closeout is going strong. This is Steve Brennan with Brennan Dodge, and our big finish to 2017 is full of huge savings. Get a 17 Dodge Challenger for only $23.9. A 17 Dodge Charger SXT Blacktop is only $26.9. Save $7,000 off MSRP on 17 Jeep Grand Cherokee Limited, and save $7,000 off MSRP on 17 Jeep Cherokee Trailhawk. The last of the 17s are moving quick, so hurry into the big finish of 2017 at Brennan Dodge in Ruston. It was a tough time. I didn't know what to do. You gave me hope. You fought for me. You treated me like family. Now we say thanks. It's good to know we can count on Bobby. I'm attorney Bobby Manning. If you've been involved in an accident, don't delay. Call me today. Attorney Bobby Manning, office in Monroe. Call 324-1411. If you could talk to your animal when they say, they're telling you to take me to North Monroe Animal Hospital. Listen closely and you'll hear what Dr. David Weber hears. That's a thank you for taking me to North Monroe Animal Hospital. For your animal's health care, call Dr. David Weber at North Monroe Animal Hospital. 345-4545. No animal too small or too large. Well, you better call Dr. Weber first on that one. 345-4545. Washita Valley, making good things happen. You want a credit union that works as hard as you do. You want the very best people 
Looking out for you. Washita Valley, making good things happen. I'm Greg Tilly. You've got to see our new five-bedroom, three-bath double-wide. Deluxe appliances, designer decor, finished sheetrock for only $92,995. It's over 2,400 square feet. See it at Tilly'sHomes.com or come visit us in Bossier City. Work hard and play hard with a Kawasaki from McKinney's. Here's Richie McKinney. The 2017 Mule 610 is built to get the tough jobs done. And right now, our best-selling side-by-side is $800 off. Then when the work is done... Cut loose with the fun 2017 Kawasaki Terex. Take $1,500 off and dress it up in our accessories department. Come see us at McKinney's, your outdoor superstore in Ruston. Kawasaki ATVs with engines of 90cc and above are recommended for use only by persons 16 years of age or older. Good morning. Here's the latest weather conditions for our area. Mostly sunny skies on tap for today with a high of 59 degrees. Mostly clear skies are a bit cool tonight, a low 36. Mostly sunny skies with cooler temperatures on tomorrow and a high of 53 degrees. How does it feel? You're officially living on the edge. Hit Terry Waldrop up at 888-993-7762 and let him know. It's the edge with Terry Waldrop. Hey, welcome back in. Sports Talk 97.7. Terry Waldrop, Jamie Fox, Tabor running the board. Odette over in the, the mothership. This segment's brought to you by our friends at Powerworks Gourmet Pizza by Design, which, uh, by the way, they do have that lunch special. Seven ninety nine pizza and a drink, baby. That you, It doesn't get better than that. And you can throw in a breadstick. It's Christmas season, whatever. They do have a tremendous selection of beer. Oh, they got, like, more beer than everybody. I think that, like, them in the pickle barrel. Just it, huge. It not that long. I'm a beer guy, but. No, I'm really not either, but I can tell you, if you do want a cold one, or a nice, a nice glass of wine, a nice. I thought you were into weed this, today. Well, let's go back to that. They don't have a selection of that. Let's no. go. Let's go back to that. Uh, I don't know God, the difference of uh, that, but I'm. I don't know how. Have we had some people chime in? Yes, and I'm not going to read half. Oh, <laughs> one guy said, to kill me? Pu- "One guy goes puppy." Now it makes sense. <laughs> I like that. Right. Uh, I, actually, I do not, I, nor have I ever. Right now, the DEA is out searching your car. Probably so. I mean, I don't know. At, at this point, who have I not uh, offended? But uh, anyway, we're going to have, we've, we've got this thing figured out with the NCA. We're going to allow one day of the week, not a full day, uh, just a few hours maybe, where you can. Illegal, buddy. Even in Colorado, even places where marijuana is legal. You can't do that? You cannot do that if you're an NCAA athlete. Oh, oh. It's still banned by the NCAA. Well, we need to change that. Well, why don't you pick up the phone and call Emirate? Hey, look, Mark, uh, I need to get this why not? changed. Why not? Nick can do you it. Know how the, you know how the NCAA would change this? If they had weed sponsorships themselves. Yeah, this, you, weave, this, <laughs> this marijuana approved by the NCAA. That's how they would get changed. Funny you should mention that. There was a large, uh, as you know, matter, uh, marijuana is grown in, in Colorado as a uh, capital. I mean, as, as a business, and they there was a there was a uh, marijuana growing facility that wanted to sponsor. Actually, that wanted the naming rights to the Broncos Stadium. I thought ingenious. That's that's well. I mean, you know what? You know, Mile High Stadium. I mean, does it, can you think of anything? Do you better? remember the legendary what Howard about, Cosell? What about marketing? Do you remember Howard Cosell? His famous statement. Yes. Howard Cosell that did Monday Night Football that, that yeah. I grew up listening. It was sort of like the Dick Vitale of my generation. Right. 
Uh, Howard Cosell was uh, apparently had a couple cocktails before going on the, on the air. As he was prone to do. In Denver, yeah. And it was him and Dandy Don Meredith. And who was the other guy? Who was uh, Frank Gifford. Frank Gifford. So it was the three amigos there. And Howard Cosell famously said, hey, welcome to Denver, Colorado, and Mile High Stadium, because so am I. And Howard, Howard, ripped. Howard was a little intoxicated. But I think he had. To, I, I think they pulled him off at uh, halftime. Oh, what a shame! Uh, by the way, Tim said he's coming up with the cuffs. Uh, <laughs> Tim's, Tim, Tim's going. Yeah, he looks like a stoner. Tim wants to let us in the door. Hey, don't break our door. We'll let yeah. you in. Tim, we'll uh, we'll let you in. Uh, I'll go peacefully. We won't make a Jack, big scene. Jackie's coming out. Uh, uh, Tommy Novus was seventy four. Played for the Falcons. Yeah, that's not real old. Uh, very good. Often overshadowed yeah. by others like Sam Huff, uh, etc. Uh, and my and my buddy also. Um, chimed in on that one as well about Tommy Novus. Yeah. About Tommy Novus, yeah, great Novus, who is, uh, you know, and you just hate seeing Chuck. Uh, Chuck is is probably one of the best sports historians, especially for this area. Chuck, I appreciate you uh, you chiming yeah, in on that. Uh, Howard was just living the John Denver dream, Rocky Mountain High. <laughs> oh, everybody's got weed jokes today. It's like a Cheech and Chong reunion show. No, we did. We started something. Uh, still illegal in the workplace in Colorado. Yes. Yeah. I really don't want my airline pilot or physician doing it. But uh, so here, let me let me throw this at you. I want to kind of go. Uh, yeah, buddy, I can't say that. Buddy, uh, buddy chimed in about Howard Cosell, what got him in a lot of trouble. It was a Jimmy the Greek moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't can't really go there, but yeah, uh, we remember that. But maybe there maybe there was some reason. Maybe there was a supplemental uh, substance in his bloodstream that uh, that loosened him up, so to say. Then again, maybe he meant everything by it. Maybe he didn't. Who knows? Welcome but, to Mile uh, High Stadium, and so am I. So am I. Yeah, this was, uh, I think it was playing in the Washington Redskins, and, and Howard Cosell made a, a very, uh, well, we could go a lot of derisive remark, which I'm not going to go into. But I want to get into this real quick before I have to get out of here. i got to go give a final. Oh, I believe that, Jamie. Geez. I actually give test. Scary. Yeah, Tim needs to arrest you. Um, for giving tests. Russell Westbrook in the Oklahoma City blunder. I mean, thunder. Right. Russell Westbrook got an MVP last year playing in Oklahoma City, and they got swept in the first round of the playoffs. Let me ask you a question, and I learned this the hard way. When I took my first head basketball job in, in college, mm-hmm. uh, I did a, it was over in Dallas Fort Worth, and I guess it was a slow news bay, day because all the cameras were there. And it was a, like a little press conference, right, or a big one for that matter. And the guy, the, the kid that was there the year before me, one of the players was an All-American. He did everything. I mean, just a phenomenally successful player, uh, stat-wise. And so one of the questions directed at me was, you know, Coach Walter, you know, now that you've taken this job, how difficult is it going to be for you this year to play without, and they called the kid's name, All-American. He did, they threw out all the stats and everything. And I never coached this kid. I saw him on film, and he had great numbers. And, and I answered it this way. You know, with all due respect, the, the, obviously a very talented player, one of the best ones in the country. Uh, to me, though, and, and I still believe this, if you're the most valuable player of your conference, your team wins. Okay? And I'll go back to the Archie Manning days in New Orleans. As good as Archie Manning was, he wasn't the most valuable player. His team didn't win. You've got to win. Right. I mean, ultimately, at the end of the day, you got to win at a big level, and that's just my opinion. Mm-hmm. All right, for what that's worth. And uh, yeah, they they didn't like that, but uh, it turns out I was. Well, I mean, you don't finish fifth in your conference if you have the best player in the in the conference. Right. You, you just don't. 
And so Russell Westbrook is a stat monster. He is a triple-double machine. Correct. Okay? Unbelievable statistics. Uh, Kevin Durant opted to play without him. Kevin Durant has flourished without Russell Westbrook. James Harden opted to play without him. Has flourished since Russell Westbrook. The two guys last season that bailed on Russell Westbrook, uh, Victor Oladapo has flourished without it. Enos Kanter has thrived without Russell Westbrook. Look who he's brought in. Paul George, career-low numbers. Carmelo Anthony, career-low numbers. Russell Westbrook, to me, and, and you look at his numbers, Jamie, is a very prolific, high-volume shooting guard that shoots at a low percentage. He's a forty, low 40% shooter. He's a streaky three-point shooter. Suspect defense. Now, that being said, if I had to watch anybody in the NBA play right now and I had to go pay for it, he'd probably be at the top of the list. An incredible uh, athlete, plays 100 miles an hour. I love watching him play. Uh, I think Russell Westbrook has no clue what he's doing. It, just because you play at 100 miles an hour doesn't mean that that translates into winning. When you get swept out of the first round of the playoffs, uh, when you add two All-Stars in Paul George, who's really, really good, who Paul George cannot wait to get out of here, I wouldn't doubt them seeing him trade him before the trade deadline. And then Carmelo Anthony, who's been a malcontent everywhere he's ever been. Everywhere Carmelo Anthony has ever been, they have not been successful. The one time with Denver, I think they went to the semifinals or the finals, uh, and, and they got beat. He was he was a disaster in New York. He's a disaster in Oklahoma City. Carmelo could, and arguably one of the best players to ever play in the NBA, but will also go down as one of the most disappointing players to ever play in the NBA because he's simply not successful. So uh, the big three in Oklahoma City, Billy Donovan, you talk about wanting to smoke weed, Billy Donovan's out campaigning for Oklahoma to pass that law sure. because it is a disaster. The Oklahoma City Thunder are 12-14. and 14. They're ninth in the Western Conference. They're in the bottom half of the league offensively. Uh, they were supposed to be a super team. It was never going to work. And, and, again, it makes you wonder. Uh, there's a lot more questions and answers. You kept Russell Westbrook. You doubled down on that. Uh, the big feud with Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant has got the, the best of that deal. There's no question about it. Everybody has career highs when they leave Russell Westbrook. Well, there's just simply not enough basketballs to go around in OKC. But he averages 10 assists a game. And that's that's what you wanted. And obviously that hasn't changed. He hasn't changed since, uh, you know, Harden's been with him, since Durant's been with him. Uh, He he will not change his, you know, he's not going to distribute the ball probably when he should. And tremendous athletic talent, sure. But you don't win a ring that way. And you're 12 and 14. Yeah, yes, well, forget you, winning a ring. For, forget winning a ring. Try to win a first-round playoff game. Well, not a series, yeah. a game. And i got a lot of friends in Oklahoma City that, I mean, they're sold on Russell Westbrook. Look, I think he's a really good player. I think he's got no concept of what he's doing with the team. He is. Uh, he needs to play tennis or golf, an individual sport. He's fun to watch. But, uh, I mean, you know, how do we judge quarterbacks in the NFL? How do we judge great players? By championships. Charles Barkley never won a championship. Does that diminish his fact of being a great player? No, he was on the dream team. Uh, Charles Barkley never won a ring. Carl Malone never won a ring. Does that diminish the fact that he was a great player? No. Well, Carl Malone and Stockton at least went deep in the playoffs. But, but, but Jamie, yeah. they, they were not they were not stat, stat mongers. No. Uh, you know, you throw the stats up. Those guys played to win. 
I'm not sure Russell Westbrook plays to win. We're going to go ahead and take a, our a break. i got to get out of here. I'm going to read our last text. Uh, Danny says, I'd rather my pilot hide over being drunk because he can get the plane fast enough to get off the ground. <laughs> Jamie's iPad has a drag of Dr. Dre with a double dose of David Allen Coe, Jimmy Buffett, Coral Reefer Band. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Tom, hey, Tom, another guy. Now we know how you get the nickname Puffy. <laughs> Tim will be waiting out for you. Apparently, there's quite a line of uh, of our police officers waiting in the parking lot for you, Maggie. I think, and that's a very we, large parking lot, and I think it's going to be full of police cars. At any rate, well, you're listening to the <laughs> Sports Talk 97.7. God knows, Tabor, where this is going to go without this, me. This show has gone segment. up in smoke, hasn't it? But, yeah, up in smoke to quote a Cheech and Chong. At any rate, we will be back to segment sponsored by our friends of the Washington Valley Federal Credit Union. Check those people out, folks. Jamie and uh, Jamie and John Tabor, God help us. We'll be back after this break. Got an outdoorsman on your list? Shop where Santa shops. Head to TP Outdoors. <laughs> TP Outdoors Christmas Wishbook has hundreds of gifts for your outdoorsman, like Columbia's Mountainside Fleece for men or Columbia's Harborside Fleece for women that even comes in a Columbia vest. And remember the TP guarantee. If you find a lower price locally on the same item, TP will meet or beat it. Shop the entire Christmas Wishbook at tpoutdoors.com. TP Outdoors, open every day till Christmas. Briard <laughs> Street, Monroe, Trenton Street, and West Monroe. Our model year in closeout is going strong. This is Steve Brandon with Vernon Dodge, and our big finish to 2017 is full of huge savings. You'll save 25% off MSRP on remaining 17 Ram 1500 Crew Bighorns. That's a savings of over $11,700. Save 25% off MSRP on remaining 17 Ram Crew Laramie 4x4s. That's a savings of over $13,600. The last of the 17s are moving quick, so hurry into the big finish of 2017 at Vernon Dodge in Ruston. North 18th at Louisville, Well Road at Cypress, and Farmerville Highway in Ruston. Are you Rick Green's Rapid and Wash? Time, the invaluable currency of life. It is the cosmic yarn that weaves the itchy sweater of existence, and each passing moment a tug of the string, continuously pulling until our sweaters are no more. Time is precious. So don't waste time. Go to johnnysph.com. Check out our menu and select the pizza that fits you. Start your order from home or on the go with the Johnny's app. Johnny's Pizza House. Let's share a slice. Fighting has evolved a lot over the years. 479 BC. This is Sparta! The Middle Ages. The 1970s. There's the now. Thrill of Fight Promotions presents the Friction Fighting Championships. MMA at its very, very 
Great Bass. All going down Saturday, January 6th at the West Monroe Convention Center. Tickets at VIP tables are available now. I want to tell you about my friends at North Monroe Animal Hospital. Specializing in all medical and surgical care for small animals and even providing a boarding service. My friend, Dr. David Weber and his staff are always my choice for my animals. It should be yours as well. Located conveniently at 4300 Sterlington Road, which is 165 North, you can reach out to them at 345-4545. That's 345-4545. Tell them you heard it here on 97.7 North Monroe Animal Clinic, the official animal care provider of Terry Waldrop and the Edge. The 2017 Walk-On's Independence Bowl has your ticket to play. Grab a friend and head downtown December 26th for the official Walk-On's Independence Bowl Rally on the Red. Hub Crawl starts at 5. The Toadies hit the stage at 8 for the block party in the Red River District. After the game, December 27th, grab a beer at Great Rafts for the official after party of the bowl. Get your tickets online at walkonsindependencebowl.com. And don't miss your chance to win a new Ford F-150 courtesy of Gateway Tire and Toyo Tires. I'm bad, and I'm better than ever. Got a knack for making things better. Cause your opinion don't matter. This maniac is gonna step on whomever. The Edge with Terry Waldrop is back and better than ever. Hit Terry up at 888-993-7762 to join in on all the fun. Welcome back uh, to the last, uh, almost the last segment, third segment here on The Edge with, uh, I'm Jamie Fox with the absent Terry Waltrip. I'll be joined by John uh, for the remainder of the show, and we're glad that you're spending your day with us, or at least this hour uh, we've talked about everything from pot to sexual innuendo to everything else. So we hope we have at least gotten your attention. And we'll talk about some other things that are more pertinent perhaps to our area as we go into this uh, last half hour of the show. And, uh, John, are you uh, are you familiar with one fellow by the name of Sonny Dykes? Absolutely. Uh, I wanted to get your take on this, John, because, uh, you know, I, it's a rather unusual that a new coach names uh, for coaches in a bowl game. And in this case, Sonny has chosen not to take the job at SMU, of course, back in his home state of Texas and uh, has an opportunity uh, where he probably always wanted to be in his family. Of course, Sonny being the former, the son of uh, Spike Dykes, the former head coach at Texas Tech. Uh, Sonny grew up, I believe, in that Dallas-Fort Worth metro area at some point in time and has always followed the SMU program. And now he gets to head that up. But my question to you, John, again, this is an unusual where a coach is named and he coaches the bowl game. I just, when I saw this, I'm thinking, did Sonny leave Tech under pretty good circumstances? Was he, was he, you know, grateful for his time spent in Ruston? Is this a dig at Tech? I just kind of wanted to get your your take on that since I haven't had the opportunity I'll, to discuss just, it with you. I'll just speak for myself. I, I think there's kind of okay. a variety of, of opinions depending on who you ask and how connected they are, how connected they feel they are with, with the tech program. As far as the talent, you know, Sonny kind of left the cupboard bare for Skip. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I think they had 32 or 33 seniors that left, you know. You see a lot more in baseball, but he went very Juco heavy. And you're looking back, it, it seemed like he – it was pretty clear he had a three-year program or plan when he got to Tech, 
and he lay you know he followed that plan out and you saw tremendous amount of success that third year i mean really put tech kind of you know in a national spotlight as far as much as a group of five team can get you know the the big game against a&m really helped play that up and you know being quentin Patton had a magical year Mm -hmm. to kind of give a little limelight so it's man it's it's really hard for me as as a tech I'm a student, I tend to tech, and, and, and a long-time, lifelong fan. You know, and that was an exciting team. And he and he brought, you know, the, yeah, the high-octane offense. And it mm-hmm. wasn't very high. You know, it was 79-grade his first year, and then it moved up to the 83-grade the or the 83 to the 89. And then we got the 93-grade that third year. So so when he when he took the, the cow job, I didn't know if cow specifically was a great spot for him, but Hey man, you know you, you've you've put together a three little three year run here at Tech at a, at a mid major, and and the Pac twelve comes calling and offers you. Oh gosh, I'm sure his salary probably at least tripled. Have to look at the right. numbers, but a big you know life changing increase. So my feeling was, yeah. hey man, you know go go do what you do. Yeah, been nice to kind of have more left in the cupboard, but it was what it was, and it's it was hard to be disappointed that he turned the program back in a in the right direction, you know, with an upward trajectory compared to it's kind of wallowing in the mud by the time Dooley left. So I personally have never harbored any ill will towards Sonny, you know, from all any any takes I got. You know, he was very kind with the local media, easy to work with and friendly with the fans, pretty approachable guy around town. So and I think he'll be a great fit over there in, in East Dallas there, in, there with SMU. And, hey, man, you know, other than next Wednesday, I, I wish him nothing but success going forward. Yeah, I mean, I think he uh, certainly elevated the tech program for a, a while, as you indicated, Quentin well, Patton and, and Miles that, White. He, and he really changed the dynamic, especially offensively, because Dooley, you know, he, he did have some success and won a ball game under, under his tutelage, mm-hmm. but it was – more of an old school blood and mud, three cloud, three yards in a cloud of dust. Defensive special teams. It was a winning formula, but Jamie wasn't always the most exciting formula. Well, Sonny comes and just literally flips the script, the exact opposite. Right. Yeah, okay, we gave up a touchdown on a on a big play. Well, let's come back and we'll just keep chunking it and keep plowing away and put up 500 yards of total offense and see if you can outscore us. And you know, they won nine games that last year and put butts in the seats people wanted to watch you know made household names out of players and so i i enjoyed it and i would have liked to seen a little better quality on the on the defensive side and you might could have stole that a&n game and and finished 10 and 10 and gotten you know the independence bowl wouldn't have been an issue because you'd have been playing at the liberty bowl or something but be that as it may i i think all in totality of what you know within look at how the program has gone the last six eight years you know Sonny's regime kind of got the, got the ball rolling. Yeah, I don't think there's any doubt that uh, you know he, as you indicated, elevated the style of play, put uh, put behinds in the seats, and I don't know what his average. Uh, I can't remember during his tenure there, that three year tenure, what uh, the average points per game were were well, for Sonny. Up teams, fifty but, a game that third year. Yeah, really. Yeah, I didn't know that. The country in scoring. Holy cow! Okay, well that says a lot. It's a fun brand course, of football. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is a fun brand, and then of course you mentioned he, he you know, took the cow job. I, I think he did that 
uh, maybe more of a win. He, I think as soon as he got, to, and I talked to Mark Kramer about this, as soon as he got out to Berkeley, he realized, hey, this isn't the right. And I understand California's a beautiful school and so forth, and he brought a lot of tech assistance with him. And they did have some success, I think. Uh, but I think Sonny, you know, probably wanted water, to get yeah. back to yeah, He was a fish yeah, out of Yeah, he was a fish out of Exactly. And we'll get into that a little bit more. Some of these uh, coaching hires uh, have some time. Uh, but I, in that in particular, I think Sonny, uh, like you said, he left probably, I think it made it a better job for Skip Holtz. The only problem is, as you mentioned, he went, and I don't know if he'll, I don't think he'll have this opportunity at SMU with their academic standards. Sonny brought in a lot of JUCOs quick, and you mentioned the 32, 33 seniors that just kind of left the, the cupboard bare when, when Skip took over. But uh, I think he, you know, most Tech fans probably feel the same way you do, John, that, you know, grateful for the time he spent here. Great, great product to watch, particularly on the offensive side of the ball. Um, we'll see how he fares. He did. Uh, you, you're getting a coach that has experience now at uh, at SMU, like his experience at Tech, his experience at Cal. He'll probably be a better coach as a result of it. So we'll see. But I kind of wanted to get your uh, your take on that and and see what you thought. Man, and, I, I uh, love the dynamic that it adds to the game. Granted, yeah. uh, as a Tech fan, I, I I'm not gonna lie. I'm just happy that they were going bowling anywhere. You know, yeah. As a producer, it, it adds another game check to, to my paycheck. Everybody wins. But then you add, you know, you spice it up a little bit with with SMU bringing Sonny in. Oh, by the way, he's going to coach the game as well. Hey, man, let, let's do it. You know, let's strap it up and you know, we, different regimes. But Tech fans kind of got a little idea of what what Sonny's going to do. I think he's probably going to. I think he said that it was the first time he had had to sit down with a player yeah. and have the player teach him the playbook. Yeah. So I think he wants to keep as much familiarity. As he can with the with the, you know the players that he has, even though he's bringing in almost a totally new staff, because I believe Morris pretty much took everybody up to Fayetteville with him. So mm-hmm. you know, and I think that's, I believe it shows a lot of Sonny's character and the you know, the how he's a humble of a man to to say you know what I've got to check my ego and realize I can't implement an entire new system in two weeks. I've got to have faith in not just my coaching staff but the players that are here. And, and the seniors and the foundation that Morris had laid, and and just kind of ride ride on that one last game, and and that's a high flying offense. I'm sure he'll add a couple packages and make a few tweaks and adjustments to his liking. But I expect the SMU offense to still be humming pretty good, and we may get a shootout. Hopefully, if the dogs, especially they can run the football and, and get some early scores, it, it ought to make for a a very enjoyable watch next Wednesday. Yeah, I think so too, John. Especially, you know, I think if you're interested in, in, in watching points put up, I think that's uh, this is a game for you to watch. I and I've seen think the line, but I'm guessing the over under is probably going to be at least seventy five. That's probably a pretty good, uh, pretty good guess. And I think you're, you're to your point about checking his ego in at the door and talking with the uh, quarterback there for SMU. And, uh, you know, he's not going to go in there and try to uh, reinvent yeah, the wheel. And, and the guys, that, the holdovers that will be with him next year, if you don't think for a second, they don't notice that. And, mm-hmm. and that you know, they're, okay, this coach, he's not just coming in. He, he wants to get our input and not, I'm the guy. You know, I, I'm the head right. coach. I'm the head coach, but you're still the team. And I, you've still got to go make the plays. And I think that will help with, with the um, current team. And, and it will help in the recruiting trail as well for him going forward. Yeah, and I think your personality, his personality that you mentioned, well, he's um, just a nice guy. 
yeah, it'll meld well. I think he'll, um, I think he'll fit in very well at SMU. Now, you know, he'll have a chance. Obviously, he's so familiar with the high, not only the college coaches, but the the high school coaches in that area. Do you think and, he'll uh, go? I, I get a feeling he may. I think he may take a lot of that same three year plan that he showed at Tech at SMU as well because. Well, I know he's happy and grateful and loving his position now. That there's a job over in West Texas that, that I get. I can guarantee you, he's got one half of one eye steadily open looking at it. And even though Cliff Kingsbury did get his deal restructured, people, you know, it's always. I'm sure he's going to feel Dykes kind of, you know, let Sonny turn around and take, you know, go eight and four with SMU again next year, and Cliff puts up another six win season and. So, you know, back to my original point, I wonder if he's going to build for a quick hit, you know, boomer bust three-year plan, or if he'll go a little more straight-laced, slowly build. You know, he's got some awfully fertile recruiting grounds there in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. So it'll be interesting to see what kind of tactics he used recruiting going forward. Absolutely. I look forward to that as well. And the game, again, is Wednesday, John. Uh, what time? Um, I believe it's, uh, I think a 7 o'clock kickoff somewhere around there. That's when the – National coverage will start, and we'll have it. Everything took care of for you there on Big Z 107.5. Yes, indeed. So let's be on the lookout for that, and we're going to take our next break. Uh, you're listening to The Edge on 97.7. We'll be back right after this. Do you want a great deal? Talk to Jim Taylor. He can make it real in a Ford. Save big with 0% for 72 months, plus 1,000 customer cash during Ford's year-end sales event, including most of the 2017 Ford lineup. Escape, Edge, Explore, Mustang, and even on all 2017 F-150s. And a 2017 Fiesta for only $11,987. If this tag is on your car, you know you got a great deal and great service at Jim Taylor Ford Lincoln in Ruston. Price plus TTNL, stock and notary fees. Stock number 17584. Must finance through Ford Credit with approved credit to qualify. Excludes Super Duty and Raptor. Your family and friends will gobble up the smoked turkey or spiral ham from Hot Rod Barbecue this holiday. People are flocking to Hot Rod Barbecue for smoked turkey and spiral ham so they don't have to cook for the holidays. That's great. Don't be a turkey. And wait till it's too late. Turkeys are in limited supply everywhere. Call now and order your smoked turkey or spiral ham from Hot Rod Barbecue. 254-8010. Happy holidays from Rocket Fast. It's time for our giant gift card sale. Starting Black Friday through December 31, you can buy one gift card and get one half price. Our gift cards make great gifts for everyone, so don't miss out on this annual event. Purchase at any of our six locations from Monroe to Shreveport, or purchase online at RocketFastCarWash.com. Rocket Fast, the fast and easy way to wash your car. On Dasher, on Dancer, on Prancer, on Vixen. Did you check your list? Yes, Mama. Checked it twice. Oh, let's see. Yeti tumblers and ice chests? Check. Southern Marsh fleece? Check. Southern Marsh jackets? Check. How about coaster shirts and sunglasses? Check and check. Such a good Santa. 
It seems everyone wants to unwrap a pair of coasters this year. Where did you find so many? At the Honey Ho Ho Hole, of course. <laughs> Cute. Check your list and hit the Honey Hole for everything from Costa Southern Marsh and Yeti, including Southern Marsh dress shirts and Southern Marsh tees. And if you don't know which pair of Costas to get, give a gift certificate to pick out their own Costas. Remember, the Honey Hole opens at 6 a.m. Monday through Saturday. The Honey Hole Tackle Shop, 2916 North 7th, West Monroe. Washita Valley, making good things happen. You want a credit union that works as hard as you do. You want the very best people looking out for you. Washita Valley, making good things happen. Hi, I'm Greg Tilly in Bossier City. We have a huge selection of modular homes, lighted, decorated, and air-conditioned for your shopping comfort. For 40 years now, Greg Tilly's has been saving you thousands. Visit our photo gallery at Tilly'sModular.com or see us today at Greg Tilly's in Bossier City. Special Olympics of Northeast Louisiana provides athletic competition and year-round sport training for children and adults with intellectual disabilities. It gives them the opportunity to develop fitness, demonstrate courage, and experience the joy of competing. For more information, go to www.laso.org or call 1-800-345-6644. How does it feel? You're officially living on the edge. Hit Terry Waldrop up at 888-993-7762 and let him know. It's The Edge with Terry Waldrop. Welcome back to The Edge. I'm Jamie Fox along with John Tabor. This segment brought to you by Spa Novell, which a lot of people could use right about this time of year. Uh, go by and see them on Lammy Lane and Pamper, the special people in your life. Bonneville, 318-807-1060. No better time of year than right now, guys, to uh, take care of the ladies and stay out of the doghouse while you're watching enough uh, college football to you throw up. And that's what we're hoping for and we're discussing right now. Uh, John, there was, uh, you know, we talked a little bit about Sonny Dykes earlier, but there were a lot of other uh, coaching hires made, and I kind of wanted to get you, uh, pick your brain a little bit about some of these. Uh, hires, they've been some grades passed out, uh, and you knowing, uh, for me, of course, with Arkansas and, uh, Mississippi State and so forth, a lot of SEC hires. I think there were a total of six made in the off season, but, uh, there were some grade maids, and I'm going to throw out some numbers for you and, uh, and get your idea about some of these. Uh, these are basically the power, power five hires, uh, most in the SEC, but again, some others as well. And let's start at Arkansas, just north of us with Chad Morris uh, being plucked from SMU. He signed a six-year, $21 million uh, deal. Uh, very offensive-minded, as you're aware. Uh, went 2-10 and ten his first year at SMU, 5-7, uh, and seven, and then 7-5, and five, and parlayed that uh, into the head coaching job at a very uh, strong you know, job at, at Arkansas and bringing a lot of his assistants that was rated as a B minus hire. What say you, John Tabor? I'd, I'd say a B. I wouldn't go B minus mm-hmm. because to me that's 
way of saying I really want to call it a C but don't want to be rude. I do feel right. it's better than a C hire. I, the, the, the just change in offensive philosophy will be mm-hmm. interesting to see in Fayetteville. You're going from, you know, Bielema was everything that's Big Ten about Big Ten. Right. Now you're going to Morris who wants to spread it out and dink and dunk and chunk and maybe throw in a, a draw out of the shotgun on second down to keep you guessing. And he wants to put the ball all over the ballpark. And they're not used to that in favor, really. Because even, even before Bielema, you know, when you had Houstondale there, he wanted to run the football. Matt, Matt Jones, perfect example. Right. So, more Morris with his spread all, you know, spread philosophy. I think it'll be fun to watch. Now, will that work in the SEC? We don't know. Although that that tends to be the the recipe, along with a mobile quarterback to beat Alabama. You know, yes, I know baby steps. Well, you know, one thing one thing at a time. Mm-hmm. But I think that the diametric shift in philosophy will be good. It'll it'll infuse a little excitement into the program and. Uh, solid B up in Fayetteville. I agree. Uh, I think it uh, was an offensive-minded hire. Uh, that probably predicated the move. Is uh, Arkansas fans were seeing a rather lethargic offense and a uh, more of a Midwestern slash Big Ten offense didn't necessarily translate to the SEC right now. And you hit the nail on the head. Uh, Chad Morris will bring in a mobile quarterback at some point, and uh, I think they'll light it up a little bit under the. You know, uh, body of work, not quite what uh, you would hope it'd be, but that's pretty much the uh, most of these names that we'll bring up. We get a chance to get to most of them. Uh, real, real, real we'll quick, reflect how, that. How mm-hmm. much of your roster, of his roster going forward, do you think will be Texas guys? 20, 30 uh, percent? No, Higher I think it'll that? be, yes, 50? absolutely. I, uh, at least. Uh, you're going to get you're going to get the top players in Arkansas, which gives you at least five. Yeah, you know, you're going to hit the Memphis area hard, right? Right. And I think you hit the nail on the head. I think this was uh, this hire was made with the intention because of his relationship with all the high school coaches in the state of Texas. It was uh, that's what got him the job more so than his record was his uh, contacts. In, in Texas, and I think you're right. Well, I think he's shown the ability to he's shown the ability to clean up just slop when yep. he inherited in dallas was oh my goodness it was a mess i think i really believe arkansas is a better place now than what smu will you know on their respected levels even because at least mm-hmm. there there is sec talented athletes in favor now you know scheme them up coach them up then you know that i think that's where the the change needs to be you know but it wasn't you know bielema was getting decent talent up there it just yeah, he was. wasn't he was. good. It wasn't good enough talent to run his scheme. I think he, I think he found out that defensive linemen in the SEC are a little bit quicker than they are in the Big Ten. So that power running I game think, doesn't work quite as well. And he and he didn't I want think, and he didn't want to adjust. I think you capitalized it right there. I think he uh, he wasn't able necessarily to figure out the speed and the uh, uh, the defensive line talent and uh, wasn't able to adjust his offensive plan to that. And I think it didn't. Uh, with the exception of Alabama, you can only really get away with that at a place like Bama that you go nationwide and get that talent. No, Bama and we're going right. to switch. He wasn't right. getting Bama talent. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, and I think then we'll go to we'll try to uh, Arizona State. To me, has the biggest head scratcher because I think we've gone from a place like Arkansas that I think made a it made sense kind of hire. 
uh, under the radar a little bit, but a very solid hire with Chad Morris. What in the world is Arizona State thinking giving Herm Edwards a five-year, $10 million contract when basically his job's going to be a CEO? He's keeping the entire staff. He would have kept Phil Bennett if he hadn't decided to retire. Maybe Phil knows something that we don't know. But uh, that was given a D grade, and uh, I'm interested to know what is the grade that John Tabor gives Arizona State on that hire? It's 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 either like a a, a high B or an A, or it's a low D to an F. I don't think there's mm. going to be any middle all over ground. the map. I yeah, I personally I think it's just it's just crazy enough. It, it I want I want it to work. Yeah, but well, what really makes me wonder is what happened with with Todd Graham there. It had to be an know. issue with he and he alone if they run him off but keep his entire staff. Because I know they didn't have a great year, but they showed signs of life. Had a big win against Washington, I believe. They, you know, they they, they shown signs that, the, that they could build something there, and they just let him go. But we're going to keep all your staff and bring Herm in. And I love Herm, but I just wonder if behind closed doors with administration if he might be a little bit of a yes guy, you know. Position he mm-hmm. had at his former company, where yes men tend to hang around longer than non yes men <laughs> at the mothership. Yeah. So be that as it may, it, it'll man that that that'll be really interesting to see. But I'll tell you what, the, they're doing some good things up at Arizona State right now. Baseball is always a powerhouse, and don't look now, but Bobby Harley has really got a good team over yeah. there. So so they're, they're make, if good anything point. else, they're keeping themselves. In, they've got two blokes up here in North Louisiana talking about them. Yeah, and they're uh, you know they're relevant. I think this is a splash hire. They, I 